Tell me about God is with us. And I, let me say the same thing. This blessing you are hearing there, this message, hear it again. Tell them, hear it again. No, I've, I've created some heat in you by making you to dance a little bit, understand. Glory to God. But you to soon, to soon balance. But I hear it what? Again. I get tired of it. And probably somebody's already asking, where is the part two? So people are going online. Oh, well, put them up, put them up this week, amen. People are already going online to see where it's it gladdens my heart at this. Somebody wants to hear. Not that you do it. From the last time we spoke about it on Sunday, where you put your full stop. That is where it was, even in your mind. And I say, okay, okay, was it blessing? Talk about somebody. Okay, 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 okay. We are back to it, okay. Glory to God. Activating the blessing. Activating the blessing. On Sunday, I, I, I brought this out and I will dug deep into it. You activate the blessing one by believing. The faith factor cannot be taken away. Tell anybody believe. What made Abraham to stand out in his generation, in his time, was because he believed. Abraham's faith. Because he believed righteousness was credited to him. And the belief is not, is not just um, uh, a passive thing. It was an active thing. Abraham believed so much that God asked him, give me your son, your only son, with that love it. And Abraham obeyed. And scripture makes us understand that that is obedient is his faith. That is obedient is his faith. So it's, it's not just you just saying that I believe, but acting on it. So I am blessed. Say that say I am blessed. Whether you are wearing a maroon suit like my son is wearing maroon suit here this evening, and with a maroon and black tie, I was just saying, I mean, there's a place that you will enter when they even look at you, like Archbishop said, the way you dress, the way they address you. Glory to God. I think my brother went somewhere yesterday. We got a car, we driving, they were just, going, just getting cheap salute from every. Opening door for us, just saluting amen. Your boys are here for you. Say, say, yeah, I know, I know. I, you know, what I mean? like you just don't just say, <laughs> just, just start speaking your phone there. I know, I know, I know. You're doing a good job, you know. We'll be back. <laughs> say, I'm blessed. I, I need that thing to enter into the fabric of your being. So that you come to place. Even what you wear does not define you. You know. What you drive does not define you. You know that I am blessed. Why? Because of Christ's obedience. Let's continue from there this evening. Let's look at Romans 5, verse 19. 
Oh, shout, shout very well. I didn't come on my iPad today because when I left the house this morning, I didn't go back. Thought I would go back, but I couldn't. So we'll, we'll close with, with what we have. Amen. For us, by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Now I'm stressing they made this from now on. So, by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Righteousness is not just credited to you. Amen. Righteousness is not just given to me. Like I just gave this hanky to Reverend Mama. Righteousness is not just given to know you are made. Thank you, ma'am. You are made the righteousness of God in Christ. I got something that I said some few days ago, some few weeks ago. I'm going to push it a little bit this evening. We are made. We are made. We are made. Man of God, sir, something came upon Abraham. Right? He was already 70. Too many people here in alive today. Life has finished. But his life was just about to begin for him. When he left his father's place and he now believed and something came upon something came upon Abraham. Hey, something came upon that man. And what came upon him was not because of what he did. Why we say because he believed. And this thing Permit for now to use the word thing. This thing that came upon Abraham made Abraham to begin to rise. Literally from nothing. Amen. To something. Ababa, listen. It's not just I need to see this. It's not just what happened to Abraham even when he was alive. You know how you know the thousands of years that have passed from when Abraham walked this earth. And so I was still talking about it. Something came upon him. He will carry trained men from his house and defeat five kings. People with regimented soldiers. He will pass through their defenses. They will not know what hit them. And he will take their wealth. Sir, that thing, permit me to use the word thing for teaching sake, that thing that came upon Abraham, God has made you that thing. You know, sometimes we should say that, eh, no, that thing has come upon me. No, it, it goes beyond that. Righteousness did not just come upon you. You are made. So, you are that force. In quote. You are that thing that will make a man 
to lift a man from nothing to something. You are that thing. That will make a man carry trained people from his backyard and go and overcome, over, over, overrun five kings. Take all their spoils. It's you. Again, look at your neighbor and say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Go to, go to one scripture. Before I go to that scripture, let's go to 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. You want to shout, shout very well. It's not only, it's not only doing me. It should be doing you. Is that okay? That should just, that should be okay. For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made that we might be what? Made the righteousness of God in him. Indulge me a little bit this evening. I want to say three times, I am made the righteousness of God in Christ. Say it again. One more time. These are not fictions. Amen. <laughs> this is God's word, eternal word. I am made. Look, it doesn't matter the color of the world you are coming from, it doesn't matter what you have done before you came. If you believe in Christ, if you believe this gospel, now you are made. That is the beauty, that is the beauty of what God did in the life of a man called Saul of Tarsus. With all his persecution, with all his atrocity against the church, when he believed, everything changed. Second Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, if anyone be in Christ, he is what? A new creation. A new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I am righteous. Let's go back to Genesis. God will help me. The whole picture in my heart, amen, will come out. Genesis 26, verse 28 and 29. This is so blessed. I'm marking so many markings in my, in my Bible. Now, the Philistines have noticed the blessing upon um, Isaac. Let me give you a background story before I read. The Philistines have noticed the blessing upon Isaac. Right? And, you know, it was a time of famine. Right? Isaac actually went to the king of the Philistines and spoke to him. Like I showed you on Sunday, God told Isaac, don't go, don't go down to Egypt. Don't go down to Egypt. Sojourn in this land. And I will multiply you. I will make you great. I will multiply your seed. 
Say these countries, plural, these countries, I will give them to you and your seed. Because Abraham obeyed me. We've taken time to dig deep into that. So, the blessing came because of Abraham's obedience. And I need you to know that Abraham's obedience, it was not that Abraham obeyed in everything. No, he didn't. Some places, he, 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 he fell. <laughs> ah, brother, he slept with a hard guy. He fell. He thought God was coming through again. But, the obedient is a particular thing. The obedient that God referred to in Abraham's obedience is when he offered his son, Isaac. And I may not read that today, but please go and read that story carefully and see. And God said said that, now I know that you, you trust me and you serve me. And because you have done this, in blessing I will bless you. In multiply I will multiply. That is the obedience that God was referring to when he was talking to his son. This time Abraham has died and is gone. God is not talking to Isaac. Isaac. God now said, Isaac, I am blessing you because of Abraham's obedience. This is the definition of grace. Because of Abraham's obedience, I will bless you. All I ask of you, don't leave this land. Don't go to Egypt. Don't go and start doing things the world's way. So, Isaac obeyed God and stayed in that in the land that is full of famine, dry land. And Bible says, and Isaac sowed seed. Stay by grand story. I'm coming to this. And Isaac sowed seed. Right? And in that very year, Isaac reaped a hundredfold. And God blessed him. Bible says, and Isaac began to prosper. It's not interesting. Right? Abraham was a very wealthy man. And when Abraham passed on, Isaac inherited everything. But yet, God did not call that Isaac's wealth. But Isaac inherited servants. Isaac inherited cattles. Call it from his father Abraham. But then, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing. I'm not going to say to you, you read without quote. Proverb, did this year, Proverb 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord, it make it rich. Isaac have to experience that for himself. You have to experience that for yourself. And Isaac began to prosper. But he inherited his father's wealth. Yes, but now the blessing is now working in his life. Isaac began to prosper. And Isaac continued to prosper until Isaac became very prosperous. Uh-huh. This is, and the Philistines envied him. 
I know what's happening. I'm the first person that drew my attention to this thing. Believe me. It's Reverend Philip Makunga. You know what's happening? Think about it now. Isaac sowed seed. Everything produced for him a hundredfold. Everybody's land did not produce. Hello? It's the same thing that happened in Joseph in the bigger, in the bigger perspective. So anyone who must eat around about will come and buy grains from what? Isaac. We'll come and buy grain from Isaac. Can I prophesy some people here today? Because of the blessing, God is giving you what? Things. Your own babies. Amen. That will draw the nations to you. That idea. <laughs> Glory to God. That business. It may be the same business everybody is doing. But the blessing of the Lord. Myself and uh, Pastor Emmanuel, we were, were somewhere yesterday. Yeah, bless her. And the guy gave his testimony. I said, for nothing, I'm happy. I am here hearing this testimony. And he keeps that day. Some of the prophecy he had from church, eh, he declared over his business every day. He, he used, he keeps it like, I read that word, use the name. I keep using the name. He said, I told them here that. I told them here that by the time, uh, if it only comes to a prayer, you push that believe that I'm using one charm, then I have not started. And you are telling me from from the business yielding one thousand three hundred right a week, right? Now the business say after he has paid staff, is yielding what? Over a million naira every month. Is it after I've paid staff? Sometimes, if you don't hear some of the testimony, you don't know what is happening in people's life. You don't, you don't see what the word, you don't see what those prophetic words are doing. I was telling you yesterday, it was, it was literally embarrassing me. Because I just took, you came my heart, just go and visit this guy. I came, he knelt down. I said, please stand up. I, I, I think you are embarrassing me. He said, me, I came. Say, I'm blessed. Again, I said, God is putting things in your hands. God is putting babies in your hands. That the whole world will be drawn to. Prophecy of great days. There is something he has activated in you. And when you lay your hand on it, everything will gravitate towards you. I see great days. Glorious days. I see days of rejoicing. Beautiful days. I see days of dancing. Days of clapping. Days of celebration. (laughs) Glory! Days of celebration. Days of beauty for ashes. Days of rejoicing for mourning. <laughs> for the days of mourning are over, said God. 
I prophesy to you that the days of mourning are over. Glory! Yes, sir. The days, the days of mourning in that business, amen. They are over. The days of borrowing are over, amen. Because the blessing says, amen, he is bringing us to a place that will lend to nation and do not borrow. You build to a place that, can you imagine, the Philistines envied him. I keep thinking about that. For a tribe to envy you. Okay. Can you imagine you going to do some farm work in Angpa and the Galapi will envy you. Because of the blessing of God on your life. Say I'm blessed. And that's where it brings us. Isaac began to prosper. Isaac continued to prosper until Isaac became very prosperous. Don't take it away. Say, because of the obedience of Abraham, he had told him, say, stay in this land, see what I'll do for you. Because of Abraham's obedience. This country, you see, is yours and your seed. So, the Philistines came I'm still reading the background story, but it's okay. The Philistines came and did what? I said, oh yeah, just, just they go. We don't fight you. We don't, we don't collect your wife, nothing. But just they go. You have become mightier than us. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Don't your neighbor, I say, they will say that of me. Please, can you just leave our province? Please, can you because you have become mightier than us? So <laughs> he, he obliged and left. I'm about the they actually tortured uh, Isaac's boy. He will go and dig where they come and fight him. He will leave it. Well, you know that you are so blessed, eh? That you don't be fighting over things. You know the same thing happened to Abraham. Abraham went and fought and, and got, got back everything. The king of Solomon said, please, uh, okay, just give me the men. According to the, the law of conquest, Abraham warned that everything belonged to him. Now, that is, that is the five kings, right? Their soldiers and their wealth. Then, the, the two nations, because there are two nations, these five kings overtook that, that they, in the take, in taking them, they now took Lot that woke up, <laughs> that woke up Abraham. So literally, the wealth of seven kings and the, the soldiers of seven kings became Abraham's own overnight. So the king of Thomas said, look, look, look. You can carry everything, but can you give my boys back? He wasn't asking for the whole boys that Abraham took. He just his own boys. See, Abraham, Abraham by the right of conquest, he sees. But he didn't bother. He said, um, look, 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 look. I have lifted my hand. He said, I knew. He, he knew where his blessing 
Or can I put it another way? He knew the source of his blessing. That's the right way to put it. Say, I have lifted my hand to a lion, possessor of the heavens and earth, that nobody will say that they made Abraham rich. What an audacious statement. What an audacious statement. <laughs> no man's system will say they made Abraham rich. So I say, you can take your boys so, and even take your wealth. The only thing I cannot talk about is that those boys that went with me, they have taken their own portion. And by the right of conquest, is theirs. So you can take their own. And of course, you saw I'll pay my tithes. So that one, I've taken it. But it was after he had tithed. So you can imagine the tithe he brought to, to, to uh, Melchizedek. It's not five naira, ten naira. The wealth of several nations. That is the tithe he brought. The wealth of several nations. Ah, let me pray a little bit. Let God lift you up. <laughs> Let God lift you up. When you are bringing your tithe, you are bringing a tithe of seven, the wealth of seven nations. You see, some people cannot, some people cannot envisage that. They can't compare because you say, oh, me, me, where they here? I know even go to school. It has nothing to do with the school you went to. I am not against education, but it has nothing to do with education. It has everything to do with blood. Say blood. blood. I must enter there today. <laughs> it has everything to do with blood. Blood. The blood that is speaking for you. And that is a blessing. So, they now, smart guy, actually, you see, the Philist, this, this particular king of, of the Philistine is a smart guy. So the last person, uh, even though Isaac has left us, let us go and strike a covenant with him. Or else, this man, uh, this man we see, we just come, Korokole, just like that, you ask a small guy that I was warning you guys not to touch his wife. Suddenly, he had become so mighty, he can come and swallow, swallow us up overnight. So they came to meet him. This is where this what this is what brought me to this story. I want to read. Background. They came and met him. And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord was with thee. Say amen. amen. That is highlighted in my listen. The Lord was with thee. That is the blessing. I don't know why, I don't know why the fifth or the sixth definition of the blessing. I'll be giving them to because I didn't you know what it is. The blessing is God's presence with you. Amen. I'll say that again. The blessing is God's presence with you. Amen. Oh, and they brought Joseph. Eh, sold him publicly in the slave market, naked. And they brought him to the house of Potiphar. And the scripture, the Holy Ghost, right, was so bold to say that, and the Lord 
was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. Ah, uh-uh. uh-uh. wait, wait. Did you just tell me that he was just bought from a slave market, staff naked? He was just bought naked. But the scripture says, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. And the scripture cannot lie. So, Sama, it does not matter what you have now to your name. At this point, Joseph did not even have his freedom to his name. Not to talk about uh, to have a pant at his way. He did not even have his freedom to his name. But yet, scripture says that the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. So, prosperity is the Lord being with you. And you, you have to say that. Because the first thing, the first word they believe, you have to believe that. Say, I'm blessed. blessed. Shout it out. I'm blessed. blessed. They are not hearing you across the church. I can hear in Angpa. Say, I'm blessed. Nor is it. Let them laugh at you. Nor is it. I'm blessed. Why do you think you are blessed? I don't think I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed. Because the Lord is with me. Thank you. Let me tell you something. You may go to your bank account today and there's no money there. Amen. Just assume there's no money there. If you open your Bible, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews will still be saying that he has promised he will never leave you nor forsake you. Therefore, we boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what the bank account is saying. <laughs> so your prosperity is not the money in the bank. Your prosperity is a blessing of the Lord with you. God is present with you. And I can guarantee you, as you believe and start practicing his presence, I keep telling yourself, the Lord is with me, I am blessed. The Lord is with me, I am prosperous. Like that ball under the water, glory to God. With each confession, amen, you are putting air inside. You are putting air inside. Before you know it, the element of this world, just like the force of the water, will cause the ball to rise to the top. So, the element of this world will cause you to what to do, to rise to the top. Suddenly, the Philistine just like the Philistine, that suddenly that, it took them like a surprise. This guy that just came into town. Oh, we say that the, the wife is pretty. Suddenly, he has taken over everything. He has taken over everything. And look at, look at their testimony of him. They record, they say, they say that they certainly the Lord was with thee. Listen to me. Even that guy that hate you so much in that office will come and say, 
Kai, Kai. God deal with you. God deal with you. They are seeing something. You may not even see it, but they are seeing something. God deal with you. Let's move on. Oh, I like, I, I can do carpeting here. We saw certainly that the Lord was with thee. And we said, let's therefore now be an oath betwixt us. Even between us and thee. That is between. Old King James language, right? And let us make a covenant with thee. Smart guy. Can I tell you something? If we see the blessing of God upon somebody, eh? Don't begin to envy the person. Make I say that again. If you see the blessing with somebody, don't envy the person. Don't say, when did he even come to church? When did he enter this church? Why well, like the Reverend just Reverend just be talking to him? Why? When not he go past, come here. I did Abuja before nothing come Abuja. Any rebel will say nothing, nothing. Don't need to do what? To envy. Smarting, smarting. Go like in the Kodemos in the night. If you are so embarrassed to go in the daytime, go like the Kodemos in the night and go and do what? And go and just covenant with him. God, the covenant actually is still that. I will bless them that bless you. And I will curse them that curse thee. And I keep telling people, I'm not a kind of person to hate. I, I'm, not, I'm not a kind of person that should you be behind, be talking evil about me. Say amen now. God, I have a covenant partner. I will not do it to you, so don't do it to me. Because it's a God that fights. And you will not see any dust. Say amen. If you want to say amen. It's your God too. It's your God too. It's a God that fights and you will not see any dust. And make no mistake about it. He fights for me. Amen. There is blood between God and I. No, you didn't hear that. There is blood between what? God and I. He had come, amen, in the fullness of himself and said, Aaron, come, I will make a covenant with you in the blood of Christ. He's the one that called me to this covenant. <laughs> Where I come, I come. Where I feel enter covenant with God? Nothing. Well, you all say, come, I will enter a covenant with you. That what he did to Abraham. He said, as for me, this is my covenant with you. This is my, I have sworn in blood to do this for you. I hear He has sworn in the blood of Jesus to do things for me. To save my soul, to prosper me exceedingly, to keep me in health. Because of Jesus. Say, I'm blessed. I am blessed. Let's, the, the next verse, right? 
that thou will do no hurt as we have not touched thee and as we have done unto thee nothing but good but you drove me away man. and I've sent thee away in peace and I like the next segment that art now the blessed of the Lord <laughs> Aye. if you understand that eh, service will have ended you are now the blessed of the Lord so put that first phase from the, uh, from the uh, 28 and the last phase from 29 because God is with you you are now the blessed of the Lord And I want you to say that three times, amen. And let every atom, every five of your being agree with it. Say, because God is with me, I am now the blessed of the Lord. Because God is with me, I am now the blessed of the Lord. One more time, and I want them to hear you out there. Because God is with me. I am now the blessed of the Lord. No way. Let that be your confession the next 30 days. Stop looking at what is happening around. Stop looking at the failure happening. Amen. Maybe, maybe in the nation, maybe in your workplace, maybe in the business, maybe in the church. Amen. Maybe your family. Stop looking at Stop looking at negative things. Refuse to be moved by evil tidings. I'll get there, yes. Refuse to be moved by evil tidings. And keep saying, the egg, say it in the morning. You know the way Naughty used to lead us to pray. I mean, if you remember, and I, I don't used to be here, but I used to follow online. You tell yourself, because God is with me, I am now, I like that now, I am now the blessed of the Lord. Then pray in tongues. Then do that for five minutes. Then you add the wake of the couple and the other I do it for five minutes. You shout, I believe I receive. Then you tell yourself again, because the Lord is with me, I am now the blessed of the Lord. Then pray in tongues again. I refuse to look at the failures. Sama, I beseech you by the mercy of God. Do this the next 30 days and see the difference in your life. See the difference in your life. Challenge, okay, yes. That's what they call you on Facebook, but uh, let me give you a challenge, the blessing challenge. Challenge accepted, amen. The blessing challenge. Do it. You will see, listen, you don't have to borrow money. You will see money chase you down. You see money chasing down. You see money come from unexpected sources. You will see ravens bring money for you. People who are so they are even stingy to themselves, they will be giving you money. They say that that contract, just come and do it. Just come and do it. I don't even know I'm giving you to do it. You don't need to know why. I know why. 
Don't come and do it. I'm afraid, let me mobilize you. Let me make sure they give you 50% of the money before you start. I am blessed. At this point, I want to add one more definition. Then we'll go to Psalm 112. Amen. You know, originally, right, if you check origin of words, it's right, you, can, you can see some of those dictionary online. You check origin of words, they will, they, will, they will trace where the word started from. So if you trace the origin of word back, right, some of those dictionary online, the word blessed actually came from the word blood. Blood, right? And this is how it explained it. That the guy used this word, right? So I'm going to use it, right? The um, sacrificial altar. The blood spilled on the sacrificial altar. That blood seemed to give the worshiper an advantage. It will, it, will, it will make the worshiper, the blood will cause, the power of the blood spill on that altar, will cause the worshiper to forcefully advance. The power of the blood shed on that altar will cause the worshiper, amen, to make um, visible progress in life. Yeah, the power of the blood offer on that altar we make knees, knees to bend to the worshiper. Now, the effect this blood creates in the life of the worshiper is what they call blessed. That's why it was, they call it blood. It's actually blood smeared. If you read my book, um, Blood, Favor, and Wealth Transfer, I took time to explain it there. Blood smeared. Hence, you have advantage in life. Knees bow to you. However, if you dig, some of you go, go and just check on those uh, words in the, in, the, in the online, you will see. You see, it's like the knees will bend to you, you will be marked correct. For what you have not even done. And is that not what, what we call grace? So did you all say, let him go through. Let him go. Is the blood speaking for you? That effect of the blood, that blood factor, is what is referred to as what? Bless or the blessing. So the blessing is blood smeared. Say amen. amen. <laughs> and to us, right, it's not just the bloods of bulls or goats. Amen. It's not just the bloods of unwilling, unwilling, sinful human being. No. No. It's the blood of the God man, Christ. Scripture referred to it as the precious blood of Christ. Why precious? Because it's not just something you can find on the street. 
a blood of a man that has never sinned. Not only that, he was God, he became man. And you know sin. That is the blood that speaks for you. And the book of Hebrews 12, make it very, very plain. Say, we are come unto the... Give me Hebrews 12, verse 24. Let's see. Go up a little bit. There you see, we have come unto. Let me, I, want to, I want to see that word come. Uh-huh. Thank you. 22. But ye are come unto Mount Zion. You see, not, not let me use it again. Please. This is where God has brought us. He has brought us. I, I keep saying that God is bringing us to a place. He has brought us. Just this, imagine this workplace. He has brought us to this place. This is where He has brought you. You are come unto what? Mount Zion. Say, I'm in Zion. The city of the living God. This is the city of the living God. <laughs> this is what? The heavenly Jerusalem. I don't enter that time because I want to read some or two and I have about 30 more minutes. But go and check the meaning of the word Jerusalem. Then you know where you are. When you think of Jerusalem, don't just think of one, one physical city. In Israel. No, no, no. You look at it spiritually. And to an innumerable company of angels. So there are angels here. They are uncountable. Angels of the body supply. Angels of the basket. Angels that defend you. Angels that protect you. Angels that bring information to you. Angels that fight for you. So those angels are, they are like the dread of the Lord. They are like the fear of the Lord that goes before you. Or if you did some of those angels activated going before you in your business, in your workplace. Amen. Because as you are, as you are coming, the fear of God go before you. And the Bible says it drives the enemy from your path. Drive the enemy from your path. I'm opening so many scriptures. Now, keep this one uh, in the market. Let's go somewhere else. I'll come back. Go to Exodus. That's in the scripture. Exodus 23. Is it 24, 23? Give me 24, 23. Let's say. You shall serve the Lord your God. You shall bless your bread and the water. Healing team are so quiet. Amen. Thank you. You are looking for my problem. Amen. Now look at it. And that shall. No. 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 25. Let me open my Bible. It's a healing scripture I use constantly. 23, 25, right? Thank you. The numbers are the first to come. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and it shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Move on. Move on. And they shall not cast their young nor be buried in the land. The number of thy days are fulfilled. Say Amen. Turn to yourself and say, there's no barrenness in this land. There's no barrenness in this land. This, this Zion you are in. Amen. Amen. There's no male barrenness. There's no female barrenness. Amen. Amen. Can you say it out loud like I hear you? There's no male barrenness. There's no female barrenness in the name of Jesus. Because he smeared us with blood. He said, shall serve the Lord of God. He shall bless. He was smeared. No barrenness. 
Okay, let's move on. I just from that time. Uh, I bless the bed and the water. Go on the next verse now. I was there. They shall not cast their young will be buried in the land. The number of their days I will fulfill. So there's long life in this land. Yes, long life in this land. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No going home early. Can you speak with some boldness? Yes, sir. So, yeah, I, I, I told David to slap you. Say, not going home early. Not going home early. Amen. A long life, I will satisfy you. Me, uh, is there a is satisfied? I am satisfied with the hundred. When I reach hundred, I want just two zeros behind it. I'm okay. So, people are claiming 120. I'm a bishop. I say, we should say 120. I can't quite. I just say, I'm, I, I'm still following you. It's my bishop, I can't disobey him. But listen, by the time I hit 100, it's, <laughs> and you, you don't hit 100, and you hit 100, you need somebody to hold your hand to look. You need somebody to walk. No, it's a lie. We are not a burden to anyone. Say amen. amen. Not a burden to our children, not a burden to our children, children. Father, we are a blessing to them. The, 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 the blessing that the, 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 the blessing is so much in our life they are still happy we are there they are coming and say take that two billion go and enjoy yourself Amen. Amen. oh you, you finish your uh, uh, SSC is that what they say call it nowadays maybe you are your great great grandson I say yes it's okay there's one mansion like that I bought go and enjoy yourself Amen. you are just blessed to be born of me Amen, Amen. are you hearing me just to be born of me, you are blessed. Amen. Say, I'm blessed. Amen. Now, look at the next verse. This is what brought me here. The next verse. The next verse. I will send my fear before thee. Can you see that? And we destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. I will make all thy enemies to turn their back on thee. Say, Amen. That is good. I say, Amen. We have angels of the mighty supply. We have angels of the basket. We have angels that protect. Ah, we have angels that bring dread. They bring dread. They go before us. As you are entering to your tomorrow, they have gone ahead of you. Your enemies run before you come. That is what happened. When, when there was a siege and, and those lepers were going, the angels of the Lord, they put their, you know, when they put that fear in the heart of people, it does, they fear doesn't make any sense. They told themselves, hey, this guy have gone to hire mercenaries from Egypt. They told themselves. They believed the rumor. The fear activated. They were so scared. They didn't climb their horse to ride. They started running. I you think that fear is ordinary? They were, hey, hey, hey. I don't want those cattle things. You say people run away. Hey, they were running. And as they were running, they, they, they feel that ah, this weapon is too heavy. They remove the weapon and drop. Hey, this gold I put in my pocket is too heavy. They drop the gold. They remove their clothes. They run naked. And when they were tired, they stopped. 
and they overtook them and killed them. It reminds me of a story of uh, that Colonel Aki had told us one time when he was doing uh, security work in the Middle East. I mean, sorry, I said Middle East. Up north. So they, they caught one, uh, um, one of these Boko Haram people. They were on the bike, right? And they had killed one soldier some few days ago and they saw him with the soldier gun. So they t- he said, he was one in charge. He said, they did not kill this guy. They want to catch him. The guy started running. They kept running after him. He said, they have done training. They have done training. You are just a normal Boko Haram. They give you gun. They, they have done training. They just kept jogging. They can say that eh, the guy was so tired. He dropped everything there. Eh? When they came and caught him, this guy was standing. <sighs> he was seeing them coming. He could not move. You know, I'm not even saying the story, but if he can tell you, you'll be laughing. He said, uh, that guy came and grabbed him. You know, the fear of what this army will do to him. If you are holding their gun, the gun of somebody they kill. God has dread. The angels, for our own story, because the angels of fear, He sent before us. He sent before us. So relax before you come, before you came, before you arrive. Pardon me. Amen. They don't go. That needs to be quicker than that. So you just walk inside. Is it the guy we are afraid of? Why are we afraid? We don't even know. Shh, keep quiet. Go back to my scripture now. Where was my scripture? Thank you. We are coming toward Mount Zion, the city of the living God. In every couple of angels, let's move on. Angels are here. I wrote the same other angels. He said, To the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made perfect. Do you know where you are? Move on, move on, move on, move on. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, the priest, the go between. Of the new covenant and to the blood of what sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Blood speaks for me. Thank you, Saika. I just said, Yeah, say, Blood speaks for me. And in this life, we are in, in this life, we are in, amen. If you don't know, know it all. In this life we are in, is the battles of the gods. Is uh, the battle of the gods. Uh. And let me tell you something. It's the blood that is speaking for you that counts. That is what is called a blessing. It's the blood that speaks for you that counts. I was very young, very, very young. My father has always been in politics. But he has, he has left politics now. Amen. Amen. He's just living his life out at home, enjoying himself. Amen. Enjoy his children and his grandchildren. But then I remember that I was very small. I think I was around seven. I was around seven. So you know my age. I'm about 30, uh, I'm what? 50 what? 52. Eh? 
I'm 35, amen. But I want you to get the picture. I'm around 52, I'm 53 this year. So you'll take it. Take seven years out of it. That's how many years ago. But then, and it was in Ogodu. Uh, uh, my grandma was alive then. We used to go to Ogodu for Christmas. Every holiday we were in Ogodu. And one guy was just annoying my dad. And he has this attack bar. This a place to just relax, like a foyer, just relax. And the guy was just annoying my dad. And there are a lot of people around. My dad usually do one 24th December celebration. All these call people to come and all these local dancers come and dance and and I think they tried preparing for it. They were a little bit rowdy, but the guy was just antagonizing my dad. And my dad just stood up and said that you better be quiet too. He said it in the gallery. Say, because I know your power. And the man became so quiet. I mean, like a wet chicken. Humbled. He was just quiet. It was so glaring. Even as a seven-year-old, I know something. What? What just transpired? So, uh, of course, I, I went to my mom. I was troubling my mom. I said, what does Baba mean? Umpaiwell. I said, I know your power. Umpaiwell. So, what that day? So, keep quiet. He said, why don't you ask him? He will explain to you more. I said, okay. Bye and bye, bye and bye. I think we're back to Makode. Bye and bye. Because my father was commissioned at Makode. Bye and bye. I got into his room one day. I said, Baba, you say something. He just smiled. He said, you don't understand fully. When you grow up, you understand. But I, I, I don't help you to know that. I know the places he goes to. Amen. I know the people that do high praise for him. I know the blood that he used for his sacrifice. It's nothing compared to what I do. And he knows. <laughs> and Christians don't even know what they have. Don't your neighbor say, I am blessed. I am blessed. And when I say I am blessed, I'm not talking about the blood of one goat. I'm not talking about the blood of one cow. I'm not even talking about the blood of one unwilling child or unwilling man or even a willing man. You know, until I started studying about the Vikings and the rest, the Northmen, I don't used to believe that people make, make sacrifice and give their life willingly. Ah, when I said, I said, no, it's a movie. And somebody said, no, go and read after them. It's not just a movie. I say, oh, so they are willing to sacrifice them their life for their family's sake. They will give their life willingly. Oh. The, you know, it, listen to me. You know, when I watch, when I watch that and I study about it, I read about it. Somebody, I just I did. I like reading about things like that. Listen, you know what I taught myself? This guy really believed in all those things they were telling him. He really believed in it. But we, we, we that have the truth, we that have the truth, how much do you believe in this truth? 
Somebody, somebody can just con you around now and tell somebody, and you are willing to just like uh, it's or willing to despise your birthright. A profane man because you don't believe in it. I like your quietness, so. but I want to challenge your righteous mind and your spirit to believe what God has done for you. Say, I am spared with the blood of Jesus. Give me Psalm 1 2, verse 1. Listen. I have 15 minutes. I'm laughing at myself. Listen. Most of the but remember, where in the Bible they say we are smelling the blood of Jesus? I can show you many places, but I will show you one. Right? The Bible says, when Jesus Christ in the book of Hebrews, they describe not Jesus, Moses. Right? They describe Moses in his covenant, the first covenant, which is the shadow and type of this new covenant. What did Moses did? He took the blood of the covenant, received the blood in a basin, mixed it with water, and and took a high so and took the blood and sprinkled it upon all the instrument of worship that represent God and took it and sprinkled it upon the people. He sprinkled the blood upon and, and as he was speaking, he said, This is the blood of the covenant that God has enjoined you with. In the New Testament, if the Old Testament is a shadow and a type of the New Testament, then I have a picture. Of what happened when Jesus Christ took his blood and went into the holiest of all. Bible says he obtained eternal redemption for us. How did he do that? He took his blood. He sprinkled upon God upon the throne. And sprinkled upon all the instruments of worship there. And that blood also was taken and sprinkled upon us. Did the blood that join us together. I am smeared with blood. And listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I know we have teaching, we, we try to derive something from some of the parables Jesus Christ gave, but we don't understand the full import of what Jesus is saying. The people believe that, oh, in the realm of the spirit, I have a wide garment. It's so wide. There's no thought on it. I, 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 sorry to box your bubbles. <laughs> but no, no, sir. No, no, sir. If you are just white in the realm of the spirit, the devil will snooker you. No, 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 no. You are smeared with blood. You literally give blood. And listen, you literally put on Christ. When the devil look into the realm of the spirit, he sees Christ bleeding with blood all around him. That is what he sees. He sees the one that defeated him. In his dead burial and resurrection. That is who you are. Right. You are put on Christ. That is who you are. Say, I put, put on Christ. Hey, take this mentality to the market field. And see how nations, he said that, what did he say? He said, I'll give unto thee all these countries or nations. Not just like Nigeria or US, part of it, but also what institution, parastatas. I will give it to you. I have given them to you. <laughs> the boys are there. We need to build our nations. I don't know necessarily. 
God can give people ideas. God can give you ideas. Knowledge of waiting, invention, you build nations. But you know what? Some of us say, we're not going to build nations, but we'll take over nations. We'll just take over nations. Because the power of the blood. You are smeared with blood. One more thing before I read this place. Right? When Jacob, Rebecca, took the skin of the animal that he just used to do that paper supernatural venison and covered his son hands and neck fresh with blood. When the father came, Papa said, come close. Your voice is like the voice of my younger son. But you are saying that you are my eldest son. He felt him. Ah, even your body is like this. Anyway, okay. I know the Holy Ghost was moving upon him because it had to be the Holy Ghost. So he pulled him to himself and did what? And smelled him, perceived him. Tell me, if they carry a blood of an animal, amen, and tear it, nothing to blow dry, and cover you, and I perceive you, what will I perceive? Blood. But Isaac, by the spirit, opened his mouth and said, look, the smell of my son is at the smell of the field that the Lord has blessed. So, a blessed field smells blood. Somebody hear me? A blessed field smells what? Blood. Is the aroma of blood or the aroma of blood? At least some people are laughing. It's the aroma of blood that will make the field to be blessed for you. I'm breaking it down as much as anywhere I can break it down. What do I mean the field being blessed for you? The field will yield for you. Now what? Have fatness. So listen, it's the aroma of blood, it's the smell of blood, it's the fragrance of blood that will make the field that you are in to yield for you her fatness. Blood. Glory to God. Play something for me. Thank you. We'll just wait and we'll just go. Amen. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandment. I thought somebody would shout there. Amen. So you are smeared with blood. Amen. I like that he delighted greatly. The first thing I want to say from here is that it's your delight in God's word. Your delight in God's word. Listen, the priority and the importance you give to God's word determine the manifestation of the blessing in your life.
But people don't you, you don't give time to God's word. You don't you don't give priority to God's word. You don't value God's word. You don't esteem God's word higher than any other things. I'm about to be honest. So people are actually so stingy and so self-centered. What they esteem higher than other things is just their own needs. The value you give to God's word. Take, take any man, take any young man, even an old man. Look at the value he gives to God's word. You'll know where he's going to. But treat God's word anyhow. He dis, disdained God's word. Look down on God's word. God's word don't have any, any, any say in his life. This is what the Bible says, and then... But you want to be blessed. Take time and study God's word. Take time and read. Ah, me, I don't have that time. Oh. One that told me that he was having a problem. He was in the US. They did try to do some surgery and everything. So, as you're speaking to me, the Lord told me, give him FF Bosworth book that I had with me there um, about healing. Christ the healer. I said, read it and come. I said, I'm very sure by the time you even come, uh, it has gone. But no, if not come, we'll pray. You know, after about months, and I'm not exaggerating, no, months, I asked her, he said, I've not even finished the first page. I was so angry. I said, please return my book to me. Maybe she thought you impressed me. She said, no, no, no. I've been spending a lot of time praying. I spent six hours praying every day. I said, return my book to me. You can pray, it's good. But you don't have value for God's word. What do you want me to do? Magic? Delight greatly in his commandment. Greatly. Not just delight. Delight what? Greatly. When you, when you talk about um, successful people's um, I just, I just, they, they are way of life eh? I said blessed people way of life you see, I put that there. look at the person's value for God's word God told Joshua at the outlet of his place this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth but you meditate upon it day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous the word of God the next verse my time is finished the next verse quickly his seed shall be mighty upon the earth don't shout me down now. I'm still preaching well. Amen. <laughs> Give a lot of shout. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. My seed is mighty upon the earth. My generation. Two, two things. Amen. One, my physical generation, my offspring, my children, they'll be mighty upon the earth. Secondly, my spiritual generation, my creation, 
my ideas shall be mighty upon the earth. Say, my generation are mighty upon the earth. Two more time. Let me hear you. I'm going to hear you. Verse 3. That, that is the blessed man. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And his righteousness endureth forever. You see, wealth and righteousness go hand in hand. Say, I am a wealthy, rich, righteous man. Say it again. I am a wealthy, rich, righteous man. The next verse. Amen. Uh, Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. Now you see, a blessed man, now he have tweaked it. Now he call it what? Upright. A blessed man is an upright man. Talk about the blessed man. Here now say unto the upright. A blessed man is an upright man. Look at it. A blessed man. There ariseth like a light, pardon me, in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and what? Righteous. So, an upright man, a blessed man, amen. Light will always come for you in darkness. I've not preached long today, but your amen keep going down. Light arise in the darkness. I've used this scripture many times. When there seems to be darkness, when they seem to, when they just seem to, I don't know what to do. I say, Lord, unto an upright. The upright, I am an upright. I'm a blessed man. Light arise in darkness. I'll pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. I'll go and sleep. Direction will come. Light will come. But not only that, you see, I am what? A generous man. He said he is gracious, full to disposing favor, to show favor. He is compassionate. So say this: I am a wealthy, rich, righteous man that gives. I am a wealthy, rich, righteous man that gives. That's where I'm going to amen. Say, I am a wealthy, rich, righteous man that does what gives. Say it again. Stand your feet and say it louder. Tell your neighbor, say, tell your neighbor, say, look at me. I'm a wealthy, rich, rich man that gives. And I give. You are all men right now, Ejira. The next verse. Ejira, say, woman. I think you are all men right now. A good man showeth favor. He learned, he guides his affair with discretion. Can you see how your giving is tied into here, Wisdom. Guides the affair with discretion. Show me a stingy man, I'll show you a foolish man. Amen. I mean, he's so foolish that the F is capital letter. The next verse. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. Continue. He is not afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. I'll show you a characteristic of a righteous man. 
He's not afraid of evil news. He's not afraid of bad news. Now listen, he did not say bad news will not come. But he's not afraid of them. He doesn't run away from bad news. He confronts them with what? Faith. His heart is what? Fixed. You see, he takes you to what he said the first time. He delights greatly in God's word. So your heart becomes fixed, trusting in the Lord. You are trusting his word. Ah, this is what the word of God says. Doctors are saying this. Your heart is what? Fixed. A blessed man, your heart will be fixed. A blessed man, you are not just moving health asketa, not knowing what. No, 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 no. A blessed man, his heart is what fixed. The word of God, the, the word of God gives him stability. The word of God gives him stability. The word of God gives him stability. The next verse, shout, I am blessed. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until, until denote a progress, a process, pardon me, a, pro, a pro, process. I'm trying to rush by this thing. That is until. So not because you start trusting God yesterday, you are already giving up today. Where, where is your until? Your heart is established until you see your desire upon your enemies you have an established heart until that thing materialize it may take a week it may take a month until and you stand in the you go through the process enjoying the process trusting God in the process and rejoicing in the process you can't tell me you are in faith when you say I'm going through the process then you are sulking I'm going through the process everybody that come close to you get a bite even the mosquitoes that normally bite you are running away from you right, that, that, that is not faith that ain't faith amen. You, you are rejoicing in God in the process Joseph in the process was not sulking. Joseph in the process was not just blaming God and giving why this, why that. He entered the place and said, but why are you guys sad? That's a man who is walking in faith in the process. The next verse, I think three more I'm done. He despised abroad. He, dis- he had despised. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endured forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. Again, check, check your horn be exalted. Check it with your giving. He despised upon. Verse 10. The wicked shall see it. I shall be what? Grieved. That was happened to the Philistines, amen. They were grieved and they were afraid of uh, and they envied um, Isaac. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desires of the wicked shall do what? Perish. Tell your neighbor that there will be gnashing of teeth here on earth. Say it again. There will be gnashing of teeth here on earth. 
because they will see me prospering in the Lord. Are you blessed this evening? Give the Lord a shout. <laughs>